Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me on Kumite Radio is Daniel Almeida. He'll be fighting at Diamondback FC 7 on November 10th versus Daniel Curry in the middleweight division in Adelaide. What's going on, Daniel? What's up, buddy? It's a pleasure to be here again, talking to you. Thanks so much for that, Nate. No worries. Um, let's get into your past, your beginnings. Your roots seem to be in BJJ. Where did you first get your start in that martial art? I believe I started training. Uh, my first Jiu-Jitsu competition was in 92, so like a long time ago. So I started training when I was seven years old. I'm 35 now. So I've been training Jiu-Jitsu for probably... <laughs> For my whole life, yeah. All right. You're originally from Rio de Janeiro, but now you live in Australia. How did you end up on the Gold, Gold Coast? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm from Rio, so I've, I've been training uh, at the, the, the Novignon team for a long time. So since I started Jiu-Jitsu, uh, and then I was training in Rio after I was in America, and then I was in Rio training with uh, uh, Master Andre Pedernitas. And I was there and then the, someone came to me and say, Daniel, you speak a little bit English, would like to go for, for Australia as a man. Uh, why not? And then I just end up here. Actually, they brought me to work in Byron Bay. I still work in Byron Bay at the Day Academy there or like all the extreme. But I moved to to Gold Coast here to have more training. Then my wife really liked Gold Coast as well. So I'm driving a lot to be working in, in Byron. But yeah, that's what happened, you know. So you and Rodolfo Marquez, you guys are both from the same team in Brazil. And you guys, did you guys go to Australia together? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the gym calling Xtreme in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. They actually... They brought uh, Marcelino Freitas, which is like one of the best black belts in Australia. And then they brought uh, Valber, Valber Barros Tete. He's actually living in America now. And then after that, they brought Rodolfo and they brought me. So, and we are all from the same gym. We are trained together. And then these days, Rodolfo is actually one of my best friends. You know, come grow up with me, train at the Novignon Rio. And then now, finally, we're going to be able to do, like, the Kome event and May event together. So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, it must be an incredible feeling to be able to go to another country and perform at one of the biggest shows together, main event, co-main event. You guys are good friends. It's a long journey, huh? Ah, it is, man. It is, man. And because we are good friends, like, we pass for, like, so many bad stuff, you know, in Australia. And that's why we are like pretty strong at, uh, now, you know, and then being able to go there. And then I hope we're going to come back, him going to back to Melbourne and going to back to Gold Coast with the victory. That's going to be awesome for us. We can't wait. We are very excited. Actually, we've been talking like 
one, two times per week. Just we can't wait to go to other life. Nice. Uh, Eternal 36, you made a successful return to MMA with the Kimura finish in the first round. How did it feel to be back in the cage competing again? I think my, the main thing, like I said to you in the, the last time when you was talking about the aftershock, mm. uh, my career on the MMA, like, let me just tell you something. When I probably was a brown belt, that's when the, 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 the MMA coming to me. And I think I was brown or beginning of the black. And a friend of mine, he was supposed to, to fight in Rio. And he pulled out. And I asked my, prof my professor, Bruno Bastos, can I fight? And he said, nah, you're doing well on the jiu-jitsu. You probably you have a chance to become a world champion one day you know, on the jiu-jitsu. And then you can go for MMA. I said, nah, I want to fight. But then it's just 10 days. So I went there. I won my first fight. And it be, it's like love, you know, like become a good good thing for me so i start training properly 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 and then when my professor bruno moved to america i went there with him after i believe after a year and then i fought four times there and i was like doing so well there i was like probably my, my share dog was like six one something like that i was doing awesome and then i got a call from bellator i got a call from uh, back in the strike force you know like I was about to sign with UFC as well and I was doing awesome and then I broke my knee you know what I mean but back in there I was like really excited you know like I want to fight I want to be UFC fighter I want to be Bellator fighter I want to fight in big show I think the difference of these days like back for the the, the, uh, the thing what you asked me is that Eternal was uh, coming back with no pressure uh, that's what I felt like. I was smiling when I was walking to the cage. When I was inside the cage, I was smiling. I was happy to be there, you know. Back in, like, let's say it's eight years ago, I was uh, happy to be in the cage, but with a lot of pressure to make sure I'm going to make some good money, sign with someone really good to make money for my family. And these days, I still fight for my family, but it's a little bit different, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to jump in on the cage to have fun. So I think the difference and the, the, the happiness of that the eternal was that you know was good coming back that's what what i believe the last fight was at catch weight how was the weight cut since it has been so long since you've been in the cage yeah i was uh for probably a year i was like a hungry fifth a hundred fifteen kilos mm -hmm. like one you know like i was pretty heavy and then when i decided back to mma i cut for 90 so that's uh 25 kilos gone and to be honest, it wasn't hard because I was doing a diet. I was training very, very properly for probably like three, four months. You know, for make 90, it wasn't hard. But I believe for 84 now will be a little bit harder. I'm around probably 90, 89 now. But I haven't made 84 for a long time. But it wasn't not too hard to make 90 because I believe I start very early. That's the, that's the reason. After Eternal, you were supposed to fight at Aftershock. How did you feel when they decided to postpone the show since you were training for the fight? Yeah, man, I was. In the, at Eternal, I just, actually, I just hurt my hand a little bit and then was feeling good. And I took a, like a, a break for one week. And then it's like, let's fight at the Aftershock. And now I still can. Awesome. Let's do it. You know, like, I, I, I just so I was happy to, to keep it on 
keep on track, you know what I mean? Like, like today I was, I went to the grappling industry, I competed jiu-jitsu, I did like a seven max there, you know, and the next week I'm going to go for Melbourne for the uh, IBGGF uh, Melbourne Pan uh, Pacific. So I want to have some mats there as well, you know, just, just want to keep on track. It's good to be healthy as well, you know, you keep pushing yourself like you need to lose weight, you need to keep training. Are you still fighting for the title at Aftershock? Yeah, uh, they move, they move me and Steve Kennedy for March, and that's gonna be a title fight. Yeah. Now you're gonna fight a DFC seven, Daniel Curry. He is a decent prospect that has performed very well for Diamondback. What are your thoughts on him as a fighter? Man, he's he's very tough, and the main thing that I saw his fought is very very fit. Man, he don't don't stop. It's incredible. He just keep going, keep going, keep going, and that's the main thing of him. And he's a good ground belter as well, you know. Like we taking him down, I believe will not be easy. Submit him, I believe will not be easy, you know. But I have been training hips, and now my cardio is like really good as well, you know. I believe it's gonna be a good match, but I believe I'm gonna back home with that victory. I'm pretty sure. I think I have a little bit more experience than him. You know, like I've been fighting for for so long. You know, training jiu-jitsu for so long. That's like a, that's could make the difference inside the cage. That's why I believe I'm gonna win. What aspect of your game do you have extreme confidence in, other than your ground game? Uh, I think I will be honest with you. If if I put it like if I need to put it like in three parts it will be first one for sure my jiu-jitsu my ground game my second one I believe I have been proving hips today at the comp there I did so like so many good stuff about the wrestling and then my let's say the third part is my striking my strike is not bad I really want to show my strike one day I want to show to everyone I can't do it I can't knock someone out but uh, my wrestling I'm, I'm pretty like excited about my wrestling being training uh, for Starla from arena and yeah, he in brisbane man he's like russian black belt we fought against each other in few jiu-jitsu competitions we are good friends with each other and i always want him going there training wrestling he would train like for three hours man and then i love wrestling so i think my wrestling is actually my second point i can i can take someone down like not easy but i can take people down yeah how do you see this fight playing out on November 10th? Ah, uh, man, I believe I've been watching him, Daniel. He has really good, like, overhands, you know. I believe he's going to try hit me with the overhand. That's what he tried to do. I need to make sure my hand's going to be up. And I don't know, like, I believe if I engage on him, I'll be able to take him down. And between brown and black belts, heaps of difference. You know, I'm I'm a black belt, only black belt for probably almost like 13 years, you know. So I believe I will be very successful if I take him down. But if I don't take him down as well, my hand's getting sharp with uh, Coach Jared from the academy. been training a lot with him, doing heaps of pads at Brenton Manford. You know, I think, I believe, I'm or I'm going to knock him out or I'm going to submit him. What are you expecting after getting the win over Curry? Maybe, are you thinking about a middleweight title shot next? Yeah, that actually, I was kind of like, I sit and I was like, man, I can fight for the 10 title belt against like 
easy but he easy is really easy he, just the name is easy but he's really tough <laughs> the guy he's from sydney i can i'm gonna be fight against steve Kennedy, like ufc like veteran you know in march for the title belt and then i can probably be able if i won that match but for the belt as well and i was thinking like man imagine in the middle of the next year i have a three belts in three different shows that's a dream <laughs> But we never know if that's going to happen, you know, but that's actually now my goal. I don't know, but that's my goal, you know. I think, I believe the guy from Diamond, they, man, they treat me so well. They are so nice with me. And I believe if I won, I'm going to talk with the guys if they are able to give me the, the title, title like, opportunity to fight for the title, probably after the middle of the year. That's the idea. Yeah, the middleweight champion. You versus him would be an interesting matchup because he is also really good on the ground too. I know. He has decent striking. So and I don't, uh, you've been thinking about it. Yeah, man. And, and I don't know how he make 84 kilos. <laughs> he's, so he's a monster, man. Diamondback FC7, November 10th. You'll be facing Daniel Curry in Adelaide. Thanks for your time, man. Thanks so much for that, man. I really appreciate that. Just, uh, just want to say thanks for you again, you know, like doing the interview with me and help me, you know, to share a little bit about me around the road. And then just would like to say thank for all of my sponsors, everyone who would be helping, you know, my team, everyone. I hope I'm going to uh, add a light and I'm going to come back with the victory. And the next year, maybe we're going to be doing interviews with three belts around, we never know.